1450 WKXL 103.9 FM in the Capital Region, 101.9 in the Manchester area. It is Kale and Company, and we are presented by Weed Family Automotive, located at 124 Store Street in Concord. You can call for an appointment right now at 603-225-7988 or online at weedfamilyautomotive.com. And joining us today on this edition of Kale and Company is Jeff Samar of the Samar Scholarship Fund. And Jeff, we welcome you to the show. Great to have you with us. Well, thank you for having me. We really appreciate it. Well, it is my pleasure. And coming up uh, this Sunday... And that is February the 6th. It is the 7th Annual Samar ROTC Crusaders versus the Boston Bruins Alumni Game, 3 o'clock at the Everett Arena in Concord. And, uh, Jeff, tell us how the game originally came about uh, seven years ago. Well, seven years ago, uh, give you a little background. Uh, my son, Stephen, who is why we put this on. We actually give uh, uh, two scholarships away over at uh, the UNH for the Army ROTC. Uh, Stephen passed away in a motorcycle accident, and uh, it was a way for us to keep his memory alive and uh, continue the good things that he was doing going as well. And, uh, you know, they came to us and uh, asked us, oh, geez, well, they didn't ask us. They, we actually had to think of a way to, to do that, and we felt that uh, helping out the ROTC cadets was a great way to do it. Uh, that's really what it comes comes down to. So in 2015, uh, my, my scholarship was just about out of money, and decided uh, we had friends who uh, were friends of uh, Johnny Busick, and uh, they suggested that we give him a call and uh, set up a benefit hockey game. And so uh, my son Craig actually sent the letter, got got the whole ball, you know, uh, moving in the right direction, and uh, kind of the rest is history. <laughs> so the chief played a part in all of this, huh? Oh uh, yeah, a little bit, a little yeah. bit. Uh, by the time I think we went and started to do it. Uh, the chief had retired as the president of the Boston Bruins Alumni Association, and Rick Middleton took it over. Uh-huh. And uh, so we've been working with Rick Middleton since, and uh, we've actually had some great turnouts, some great games, and they've helped us raise a lot of money to, uh, to provide these scholarships. Now, that that is fabulous. And uh, Rick, I, I know, Rick, we used to work together on some uh, Manchester Monarchs broadcasts back in the day, and... Now, uh, Rick is a terrific guy, so you, you couldn't be working with uh, anyone better than, than Rick Middleton, uh, for sure. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, he is a great guy. So, out, out of tragedy has come uh, an event that has provided a scholarship uh, opportunity for uh, members of the ROTC. Uh, tell us about the criteria for being uh, awarded uh, this scholarship. Well, obviously, grades are uh, extremely important. Uh, they play a, a huge role. Uh, the enthusiasm and that that the, the students put in. Now, as our organization, the Smart Scholarship Fund, we don't select the candidates or the recipients. Mm-hmm. That's actually done by the cadre over at uh, UNH, so they are personally familiar with them, and these are guys that they want to 
keep and entice and, and move things in the right direction and, and keep them within the within the program. Outstanding. Uh, what what a great thing that uh, that has come out of that uh, obvious tragedy. So, uh, tell us a little bit more about uh, your your son, Stephen. Well, Stephen, uh, he was uh, a sophomore in college when uh, when this actually happened. It was actually uh, finals week of his uh, sophomore year, and. Uh, the thing was, he got involved with the ROTC in his second semester of his freshman year and found that uh, it was a, you know, really did, we could see the changes that it made in him, and, and uh, that was what really was uh, fantastic. Stephen was always a, a great kid, uh, putting time into, uh, uh, you know, we would do Christian work camps uh, every year, uh, so community service was a big part, you know, of who he was. And uh, this was just it was, I, I, I you know, what what can you say? It, yeah. it, it, that's kind of hard. <laughs> oh, it is. No, oh, ab- absolutely. No, absolutely. So I, I totally understand. So Sunday at the uh, Everett Arena in Concord. Uh, Bruins alumni will be on hand, and who will be uh, providing the opposition? So, uh, the Bruins alumni will be, uh, from their standpoint, Andrew Raycroft. Yeah. Reggie Lemon Lemon will yeah. be there. Yeah. Kenny Hodge, I believe it's Kenny Hodge Jr. Right. Bobby Carpenter. Wow. Uh, Ken's, Ken Linsman. The Rat. So, yep, we had him up here a number of times. Steve Leach. Yeah. Uh, good Lexington boy. Yeah, all right. <laughs> and uh, Sean McEachran. Uh, those are a few, a few of the guys that are going to be on the, on their team. Wow, that and, is uh, uh, that's a, that's a pretty good lineup right there. And I, and I know that you know Reggie Lemelin uh, was a goaltender for a long time in the NHL, but I, I understand he, he likes to go out there and skate, play uh, play a little wing or center when he gets the opportunity. Well, yeah, tends to do, <laughs> particularly in these games. Yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of fun uh, playing against guys. I've done it in the past. Uh, uh, and, uh, you know, they, they make it, they see the ice so well and, uh, they can do things with the pucks and we're sitting there, you're sitting there running around with your head cut off. Yeah. We've got a pretty good team ourselves though. So we've got some guys, uh, got a lot of guys who have, uh, service ties to them. Uh, so that's always nice, but there it's, it's, it's a uh, local talent that's getting out there and, and playing the game. Now, and Against it's them. all for a terrific cause uh, as well. And uh, you mentioned some of the great names that are going to uh, be there for the Bruins alumni. And I know, you know, hockey players, I've been around a lot of hockey players over the years working with the Monarchs. And, you know, I, I think of all the athletes uh, in, in professional sports, I, I think the, the hockey players are, are the, the best and, and most accommodating to be around. They are, uh, they're wonderful people, wonderful guys, wonderful guys. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. They make it fun for, for us. They're, you know, they, they, it's like, they, they know they put their pants on the same way I do. Yeah, right. <laughs> we do that, yeah. but that's, uh, you know, it's, uh, they're, they're down to earth people. 
So, uh, you know. There's no doubt about that. And uh, it's not not always true with professional athletes, but these guys, uh, and and you mentioned some really good ones, and uh, I know that uh, they do sign quite a few autographs as well at these events. Oh, absolutely. They make time uh, in between uh, the period, and uh, uh, they sign autographs and take pictures with people. And, uh, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, one of the greatest things that I ever saw. We were... uh, we were there, and a gentleman rolled up in a wheelchair, and they had just the, the Bruins training staff had called them back to the locker room, and this young this guy did not have the opportunity to get a, a picture or an autograph with uh, Rick Middleton. He told the group to wait, and uh, made sure that he had his picture and had his autograph with Rick Middleton. Um, that's great, and that's that's something that I, I'm sure that that person will cherish forever. You know, when when anytime they see Rick Middleton's uh, banner hanging from the rafters, his retired number sixteen, uh, he'll always oh, yeah. always think of that moment. So I I would I would assume so, and you know what? It was it was a touching moment for me as well. So yeah, uh, just just watching it all. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, you know, you've brought a lot of joy to people who have been able to come out and see some of their favorite Bruins of the past, and uh, it, it's it's always a great event. Now, it hasn't always been at the Everett Arena, correct? Oh, it, it, we've always had it at the Everett it, Arena. It's always been. I thought a, a year or two it was not, but uh, it's always been at the Everett Arena. No, there's there's a couple groups around that uh, do it as well. There's a group called uh, SMAR, which I guess is another organization part of the uh crotchet mountain mm-hmm. uh group their acronym is the same as my last name really <laughs> that's smart <Yeah>. c-m-a-r <laughs> so, huh? c-m-a-r yeah. yeah so uh a very it's it's one of those interesting kind of things and uh so you may have kind of confused the two of us yeah that, that could be yeah but so it's always yeah. been at the everett and will be on Sunday, and uh, the face-off is at three o'clock. Correct? Uh, yes. Yeah, and uh, you know that's when at least that's when the festivities will start, and we'll probably drop the puck around three fifteen or so. Yeah, very good. I mean, it's it's kind of a kind of a relaxed atmosphere, you know, and uh, I think that's terrific. And you know, I I know the uh, the team that uh, is taking on the Bruins alumni would uh, you know. Uh, like to knock them off one day, perhaps, but it's all kind of a friendly game. Uh, 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 uh. In, our, in our in our best dreams, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So it's uh, yeah, no, it's very true. And uh, you know, the other thing that we're going to have over there, we'll have uh, we've got some raffles and that that uh, oh, we have going on. Uh, we've got uh, one of our jerseys uh, from the last. A, a game we played that's been autographed by uh, the Bruins alumni that will be raffled off as well. So that's probably one of the, the more unique things that we're, we're raffling off. So. Uh, that That is great. And uh, certainly I hope you make uh, a lot of money that way. I'm sure you do uh, with those great raffle prizes. Yep. Yeah, no, that is, that is terrific. So uh, raffle prizes uh, as well. So uh, you know, make sure you, you buy your, your tickets, your raffle tickets, and, uh, you know, get an arm's length or two, you know, so you get a better shot at uh, oh, yeah. at, at winning those uh, those great jerseys. And uh, anything else that you have to raffle? Oh, well, you know, we've got a couple of uh, lottery, what we call lottery boards that we're putting out. Yeah. For uh, scratch tickets, which a lot of people like. Uh, yeah. 
not as many not as many raffle items this year. It's it's been a little bit tougher uh, having come off the pandemic. If yeah. You know what oh I mean. yeah. Yeah. So. So, so and just, you know, just be a little bit more uh, generous, folks, when you show up and, and buy uh, more of the raffle tickets. And what is it, a $10 admission to get in? It's a $10 admission to get in. Children under 12 are free. Wow. So we want to, you know, we want to get the place filled and have them watching some good hockey and uh, getting out there and meeting the Bruins as well and just enjoying the experience. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. And, and some of these memories are, are going to last a lifetime when you, uh, you know, meet some of your, you know, favorite Bruins uh, of the past and get your picture taken with them or get an autograph, whatever it might be, or both. Uh, it's just, just a, a terrific uh, opportunity to see these guys and, and the, the skill level. I mean, maybe maybe they've slowed down just a little bit in terms of speed on the ice, but the skill level, as you pointed out earlier, is still there. Oh. It's phenomenal. It's uh, it's funny when we played. We've had some really good teams. Uh, you know, you get within one or two, and all of a sudden, there's like, okay, you're close enough. Yeah. Boom, and they <laughs> pop a couple more in. Now it's time to turn uh, it on a little bit, right? <laughs> that's that's right. And they still they still can. It's uh, it's amazing to watch. You know, they've got such great hand eye coordination, and they know where each other are going to be on the ice, even today, even though they don't pull well, the alumni do play a fairly extensive uh, season, but uh, yeah. uh, you know, it's uh, it's not like they practice every day. <laughs> no, but they they know instinctively what what to do out there, and uh, yeah, they they really do. It's a, it's a fun. I, I saw the the last time I saw the alumni team play was uh, in Worcester uh, three years ago, and. Uh, it was it was really something to see, even though you know, like I say, the the speed isn't uh, isn't there, but but uh, you know they skate a lot better than the, than you and I, I'm sure. Uh, but 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 the skill level is fun to watch because you know they can put the puck just about anywhere they want to. Even even the guys like uh, Andrew Raycroft and uh, and Reggie Lemelin that. Uh, Played a long time in goal in the NHL. Uh, they can still shoot the puck uh, pretty well. I mean, despite the fact that they were never forwards or or defensemen in the NHL, uh, they can still fire it pretty well. So it's it's fun. It really is oh, fun. Yeah. yeah, and they they have a good time with it, and you can tell that they're enjoying what they're doing. Uh, now, Absolutely. Now, now, do you still play, uh, Jeff? Uh, well, no, kind of the wheels have fallen off on me. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I hear you. I hear you. you know, I've had I've had a little bit too much surgery that I'm not willing to risk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, it, it should be a lot of fun. Do you have any any memories of games that you did play against them? Oh, uh, you know, uh, everyone that I played against them was, was fantastic. Uh, uh, you know, it's funny. You know, one of the guys I. I Glenn Featherstone, and who's going to be playing this year, uh-huh. and uh, Bruce Shoebottom. Yeah, I remember and Bruce. Both yeah. of those guys uh, make it such a. They make it a great time uh, for us to get out and uh, play. And and uh, I remember Glenn Featherstone comes over, and I'm going down the wing right in front of the Bruins bench and he slashed from the bench he slashes the stick out <laughs> out of my hand <laughs> that's what <laughs> so 
That is yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah, it. I mean, they, they love to, to kid around and uh, love to have fun. And uh, I think the fans really appreciate that as well as the opponents too. I mean, uh, the game is all in fun. It's for a, a terrific cause and uh, the Samar scholarship fund uh, in, in memory of your son, Stephen. And uh, it's such, such a great event. We hope it continues uh, for a long, long time to come. And uh, if someone can't, uh, make the game on Sunday. Is it possible to make uh, a contribution uh, to the Absolutely. Samar Scholarship Fund uh, in another way? Absolutely. We have a webpage set up, which is www.smarfund.com. And if you go in, you can either make a donation. You go to We have a, there's a menu obviously menu uh, icon there you click on that you can either buy tickets or you can uh, make a donation all right so it's uh, c-m-a-r fund f-u-n-d dot com simple as that that's right all right so the big event is going to take place on sunday three o'clock or thereabouts face off at the uh, everett arena i hope uh, that uh, jeff you you pack the place with uh, lots of great hockey fans well, I hope so, too. And that's our goal. All right. Well, very good. And uh, hope to see you there. All righty. Thanks so hope much for being with us. Well, thank you, Ken. And, uh, you know, hopefully we'll see you at the game on uh, Sunday. I think you will. I think Alrighty. you will. Thanks so much. Alrighty. I appreciate Take it. Take care. All right. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. That's uh, Jeff Smar. And uh, the big game is coming up on Sunday at 3 o'clock at the Everett Arena in Concord. Face-off time uh, around 3 o'clock and $10 admission, all for the benefit of the Samar Scholarship Fund. So we will uh, tell you that uh, there's other action at the Everett Arena uh, coming up. The top team in Division I hockey in the state, the uh, Concord High Crimson Tide, will next be in action at the Everett Arena on uh, Saturday, February the 12th at 5.30. That's a big game against Exeter, one of the other top teams in Division I hockey in the uh, state of New Hampshire. And uh, then the Tide will have a rescheduled game coming up. That will be on Valentine's Day afternoon, Monday, February 14th at 3.30 against uh, Hanover. AM 1450, WKXL 103.9 FM. That's in the Concord area. 101.9, our brand new signal in the Manchester area, Kale & Company, presented by Weed Family Automotive, 124 Store Street in Concord. You can call for an appointment right now, 603-225-7988 or online at weedfamilyautomotive.com. Welcome back. It is Kale & Company. Great to have you with us today at 1450 AM WKXL. 103.9 on the FM dial in the Capital Region, 101.9 in the Manchester area. We are presented by Weed Family Automotive at 124 Store Street in Concord. And uh, joining us on this edition of uh, Kale & Company is the Vice President of Marketing and Communications for the New Hampshire Fisher Cats, Tyler Murray. Tyler, welcome back to Kale & Company. Kale, it's Ken, it's been way too long. I love this program. I love the new signal, and uh, I really appreciate you having me on. We are booming right now into uh, into downtown Manchester at uh, 101.9 FM on the uh, FM dial. 
Well, uh, Ty, I hope it's been a good off season. I know you're keeping busy with your, uh, you know, duties with the Fisher Cats and some uh, other broadcast uh, opportunities as well. Oh yes, it's uh, it's a lot to juggle, uh, but uh, it's it's what we're used to as broadcasters, right, Ken? You know that absolutely. It's, uh, it's uh, it's busy, but it's uh, it's a fun kind of busy. So just trying to <laughs> try to mix in some sleep and family time here and there, but uh, no, it's, it's been fun. It's the kind of busy we want to be. We wouldn't want it any other way, right? <laughs> exactly. Now, exactly. And, and no, no two days are the same for us. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, man. That's yeah. it. So we we all know it's been a rather uh, strange off season for uh, Major League Baseball. The uh, lockout continues, but. As I understand it, uh, if there's a, a delay in the start of the MLB season, the minor league schedule will uh, go off as scheduled. Is that correct? That is correct. You are on point as usual. Yeah, it's, it, it only affects players who are um, in the players' union. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's, of course, the current dispute, which we hope gets resolved as soon as possible. But yep. uh, you, you only get into the players' union if you make the 40-man roster and or the big league roster. So, so uh that does not affect the minor league, so we're still on schedule for April 12th as uh, our home opener here at Delta Dental Stadium. Well, that is great news because I'm, I'm sure some people are confused by it. Uh, you know, the mm-hmm. fact that, uh, you know, spring training may not be starting on time. It looks more and more likely that uh, that's going to happen, that the that, that delay will take place in spring training. Hopefully, uh, not for a long period of time, and that the Major League Baseball season will go off on schedule. But uh, the minor leagues will not be impacted, folks. Uh, you know, uh, minor league baseball, no matter what happens with the the you know the bargaining or lack thereof that's going on right now, whatever it may be, uh, that uh, that is not going to impact minor league baseball, and that's uh, and that's a good thing. So uh, you will always have minor league baseball for sure. And uh, it's, uh, you know, it has been strange. And, uh, and, and so I, I guess we've straightened some people out who are thinking, uh, well, maybe if there's no Major League Baseball, it won't be Minor League Baseball. But we, oh, yeah. you, have, uh, you have stated that uh, definitively, there will be Minor League Baseball. I also know the uh, Fisher Cats uh, 2022 uh, Scholar Athlete Scholarship Program is underway uh, as of the first of this month. How does, uh, how does that work? Yeah, it's, uh, it's been around for uh, many years now, and it's one of our favorite ways to give back to the community. Um, it's for high school seniors who play a sport at their high school, and we're proud to be able to give away 12 different scholarships of $2,500 each, um, and it's to 10 students in New Hampshire and 12 in northern Massachusetts. So uh, the application link is under our community tab at nhfishercats.com. It's the Fisher Cats Foundation Scholarships. And it's, it is tough for us to decide who to award these to because we get so many great applications from really talented students in, in New Hampshire especially, but also in, in northern Massachusetts. Applications opened yesterday. So, again, that's under the community tab at nhfishercats.com. It's uh, 12 different $2,500 scholarships. And the uh, cool part is they, they get to come out to the stadium uh, and we, we get the big check out there and uh, they get to go on the field and wave to the fans as they uh, kick off the uh, the senior summer, I guess. So that's it's always fun to be able to give back. And we've really met some great kids through the program. You know, I love that big check when, whenever it's, <laughs> it's presented. I, I wonder if anyone has ever actually taken that into a bank and attempted to, to cash it. 
That's uh, what the Happy Gilmore in the bank in the, in the golf movie, right? That was his thing. Yeah, right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But in real life, I wonder if anybody's tried it. I mean, you know, I don't think anybody really believes that it can be cashed, but you know, uh, they might do it as a joke, perhaps. But uh, so that that is great, and the twenty five hundred dollar scholarship is uh, just terrific, and uh, and 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 you give away a lot of them, as you uh, as you pointed out. Also, uh, if, folks, if you want to uh, work in professional baseball, uh, you might have that opportunity uh, to do so, as the Fisher Cats will be holding uh, a job fair at Delta Dental Stadium in Manchester on uh, Wednesday the 9th from 10 to 6 and Saturday the 12th from uh, 10 until noon. A chance for uh, those interested to work in pro baseball. And what, what kind of jobs uh, are available, Tyler? Uh, only the fun ones, Ken. It's, uh, They're all fun, aren't they? That's true. Yeah, that's true. If, but, you're, if you're around a ballpark, it's fun, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hey, we're, we're looking for ushers, ticket takers, even bat boys, grounds crew members. People can work in sessions. And uh, in my department, we're always looking for extra camera operators, people who can work the video board software or uh, run replays for us. So I guess I'm a little biased toward... Uh, recommending coming to join us up in the in the production booth. We even get uh, Ken Kale himself on a few celebrity guest appearances from time to time. So <laughs> thanks as always for that, Ken. But we, we have a good time up there. So yeah, those, those are the jobs we'll, uh, we'll have available at the job fair February 9th and February 12th. And uh, we definitely enjoy those events to, to meet new people and, and reconnect with some of our old staff, too. Well, it is fun to be up there. The uh, The times that I have been up there uh, in, in that room, and uh, man, uh, it's it's run. Uh, I mean, I, I've never really been behind the scenes of a major like network operation, but I think this has to be darn close to it. You guys uh, run such a, a terrific uh, audio and, and visual uh, production throughout throughout the game, and it's uh, very well coordinated, and uh, it, it's really a, a tremendous production. Well, thanks, Ken. We, we were lucky to have a, a new video board installed in 2019. Um, when the stadium was built in 2005, we'd actually kept that video board all the way from 2005 until uh, the championship season in 2018. So uh, with the new video board came new HD equipment, uh, cameras, graphic devices, uh uh, TriCaster is the name of the software that kind of chooses the cameras and can do slow mo and animations and all that cool stuff. So, uh, yeah, it was uh, I, I was it was something I've been asking for for a while with our older video board. But uh, I know these things don't just grow on trees. But it's a uh, great support from our ownership group uh, to be able to create that, uh, that new video board for the fans. You know, it adds so much to the experience. I mean, it really and truly does. I, I mean, you know, let, let's face it, there are some kids that might get, you know, a little bored from time to time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, maybe adults too. I don't know, but uh, it's possible. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, uh, but that all goes away with what can be done, you know, uh, visually with, with that board. And uh, it's, it's just, uh, just a tremendous addition to Delta Dental Stadium. And uh, really, uh, the, the fans love it, obviously. I mean, you know, some people wait for all the, the various promotions uh, between innings, which are tremendous. I mean, I, I always love the sumo. Uh, sumo sumo has always been my uh, <laughs> has been uh, my favorite. But there, there's so many, uh, you know, that you do. And that's that's the beauty of minor league baseball. That's the one thing, you know, the, the on-field activities between innings, uh, something you don't see very much in major league baseball. But you do see it on the minor league level, and it adds uh, so much to the experience. 
Yeah, we've even noticed major league teams trying to borrow from some of the fun things that, that the minor leagues do, um, just because of what you said. I mean, we, we love going to Fenway Park. It's such a historic place, so even spending nine innings there is, is a great time no matter what. But the games, they kind of drag sometimes, and you want to keep the young fan engaged. So everyone's looking for ways to be able to spice things up and make things fun and have stuff to look forward to throughout the game, aside from you know, the, the, the exciting plays in the, in the bottom of the ninth. But uh, it, it's something that minor league baseball is built on. So we've always had that as part of our DNA. So it's uh, it, it's fun to see other industries and other sports trying to add fun to, to their venues as well because I think that's what people want. You want a full entertainment experience, and, and that's what we're all about. No doubt about it. And uh, for those who aren't aware, haven't been to the stadium, uh, perhaps, that are listening to us, uh, you know, you have a great kitty area down the right field line uh and uh you know that that keeps uh, the kids uh, entertained as well and i know uh, lots of parents like to take advantage of that oh yeah and i'm trying i'm trying to max out our, uh, our our activities around the stadium we haven't done it yet but i'm thinking like what if we get a like an arcade game set up yeah. what, what if what if we have uh, some virtual reality going so those are the kind of things we get to think about in the off season so it's uh it's definitely top of mind uh if you're not looking at the field, you're safely protected behind the netting. What other fun can you have if you want to take take a quick break from watching the action? And so. speaking of being behind the netting, uh, you you have a deal there at uh, at Fisher Cats games where you can sit. I mean, so close to the action with one of those packages you have right down on the field where fans yeah. can can uh, sit there and have their dinner and uh, all their snacks and beers and whatever they want to consume. Right, right there by the screen on field level. I mean, that's something you're not going to see everywhere. Yeah, it's called dinner on deck, yeah. and it, it literally <laughs> is on deck. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I think I think I measured it one one day. You are closer to the batter than the pitcher is. You're you're right on the field level. Yeah, the, the dugout is to your right. The on deck hitter is to your left. And you could you could almost reach out and uh, help the catcher out to frame a pitch of it. It's pre- it's pretty cool, and you, you get the full uh, weight service as well. So that's something we added just a couple of years ago, and it's already one of our our more popular uh, hospitality areas. So, oh, I, I yeah, would, we, we got to get you down there one of these days. I, well, anytime. I'm I'm here. <laughs> yep. I, I, anytime, I'd be happy to sit there, and, and you get the this Sam Adams uh, bar and grill out there, and uh, in left field beyond the fence, and. Uh, and that's a that's another great experience. Lots of TVs in there to watch other events, and uh, it, I mean, really, you've got it all. Pre-game music, you, you name it. Uh, two, you know, great mascots, a fungo slider, and you know, it's just a just a great family experience all the yeah, way around. And that's what we're all about. We we want families to be able to see Fisher Cats as as an option for uh, first of all affordable, but most also very importantly. Uh, safe family fun just if you're looking for something to do if you want to enjoy a nice day outside if uh you want to catch a fireworks show it's it's really the place to be because there's so many different ways to enjoy it you don't even really have to be a baseball fan to enjoy a couple hours at delta mental stadium i will have to say that uh you know i I always like to take people to a game when i when i can uh, whether it be my my grandchildren or friends or whatever and i like to take them for the first time and, and see the uh, Atlas fireworks displays, which absolutely blows their minds. They, they cannot <laughs> believe the uh, post-game displays that you guys have. 
at uh, Delta Dental Stadium. Uh, I mean, they, they're really amazed by them. It's the it's the same company that does it for the for the New England Patriots Atlas Fireworks. So yeah, we're, uh, we're we're happy to have them. And uh, I mean, I've seen a lot of different stadiums across the league, and they they do a very nice job. But I, I don't think ours can be beat in terms of how long they are and how many fireworks go up in the air and how often we do them. We're, we do them pretty much every Thursday and Saturday. So that's. Yeah. Uh, those are always some of our more fun nights. Yeah, no doubt about it. And, and people are in uh, such close proximity. I mean, everybody's within, you know, a safe distance, obviously, but uh, people are in such close proximity uh, hmm. to them. Uh, you know, you, you're not going to be able to see too many fireworks shows like you have at uh, Delta Dental Stadium. It's it's terrific. And, you know, uh, people say, I can't believe that. I mean, you know, wow, I'll, I'll, I want to come back again the next time, you know, to see it again. That's but the idea. That, that, we, that is. That, that we, certainly we got, is. Uh, we're, we're home on uh, the 4th of July again this year, so that's always ah. our, our biggest biggest fireworks show of the year, so that should be great. Absolutely. So I, I understand, uh, Tyler, that uh, or is the rumor true? Maybe you can confirm or deny this. Hmm. The Fisher Cats will rebrand uh, this season as the chicken tenders for one game. <laughs> yep, one night only. That, that one should be a lot of fun, and we're, we're close to announcing the actual night, but it's uh, it was a, a big trend in minor league baseball, just kind of like a food-themed rebrand, and we, we had initially been like, okay, that seems like fun, but what, uh, what, what food says New Hampshire? And, of course, the chicken tender was invented at the Puritan restaurant, so sure. it, it's... Uh, it's perfect for us. So it was the, the most fun part was being able to re- release three different hats. You got the uh, the coconut and the buffalo, and then the original. And fans got to vote on what they wanted the, the players to wear. So it's uh, it's, it was so long ago. I'm pretty sure that the the original chicken tender won it, which, yeah. which goes great with the uh, with the jersey we have. Yeah. Uh, but the, just the response we got for that, we, we thought it was kind of a, of a fun little little gag and a, a fun night. But the, the response of it was was overwhelmingly positive. So. It's going to be one of our uh, more exciting theme nights of the year. Yeah, very few uh, food items are as popular in Manchester as chicken tenders, as you as you well know. And uh, so, no no wonder uh, the re- the response was excellent. So we'll be mm-hmm. waiting to hear what uh, what night that is going to be. And and I and I know you'll have a lot of uh, various promotions as the uh, as the season unfolds. And there's always something going on, always. And there's a, a terrific. Uh, you know, lineup of uh, promotions, the fireworks, as you mentioned. How many fireworks shows this season? Do you know offhand? Oh, too many to count. I think uh, we got 20, uh, 24 this year. I think. Wow, twenty-four. That that's amazing. That truly is. And we got to remind people too. And I mean, it started this past season, uh, but uh, the season goes a little bit longer than it once did uh, in in your league. Yes. So we have a new schedule format as of last year. And it wasn't because of COVID that it changed. It's more of a uh, player quality of life uh, adjustment from from Major League Baseball, which we certainly appreciate. Um, So to limit travel, each series is six games now, and it runs from Tuesday to Sunday. And every single Monday is an off day now. There used to be just maybe one, maybe two off days a month, but now every single Monday is off, so you can have four and even up to five days off a month. So that does push the schedule back a bit. We've still got a, the 138 games that uh, we've usually had that number right around. So it just kind of extends it a little bit further. Uh, so from April 8th all the way to September 18th is now the uh, the schedule. Well, and that is uh, that is terrific. So uh, the kids uh, are in school at the uh, at the start of the season. 
and then uh, they go back to school before the uh, before the end of the season. But it uh, it makes for a great summer uh, with, without question. And uh, you know some of those uh, some of those nights uh, in September are pretty nice. You know, oh yeah, and stay away from the rain and and what have you. But uh, some of those September nights aren't bad. Now, uh, before school comes to an end, the uh, night games start at six thirty-five. Correct? Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So when it's officially summer with school out, our games will be at seven oh five. But yeah, yep. with school in session six thirty-five. So it's uh, June seventeenth this year where we have uh, marked as our first seven oh five game. Very good. But uh, opening night is ahead uh, on April twelfth. Correct. That's the one, yep. Tuesday, April 12th, and uh, start of a six-game series, as you pointed out, with the Hartford Yard Goats. And uh, the team opens up uh, before that in in Portland the previous weekend. But uh, how many times are the Sea Dogs in town this year? Uh, Those are always popular games, of course, the Red Sox affiliate. uh, July 22nd through 24th is one of the rare three-game series we have this year. Um, So that's... That's fun. A Friday, Saturday, Sunday with the Sea Dogs, they'll be in town. Then we have a, a longer six-gamer, May 31st through June 5th. And then at the very end of the season, Labor Day weekend, they'll be August 30th through September the 4th. So three uh, three times the Sea Dogs in town. We only actually go there uh, a couple of times this year. Um, so uh, Adlock Field is certainly a nice place to be. But, yeah, we'll, we'll get plenty of, uh, of the Sea Dogs and future Red Sox at the ballpark in Manchester this year. You talk about uh, you know the the six game series. How how are the players enjoying those? Oh, great! We, we we've heard awesome reviews from really everyone um, about being able to settle into a city when you're on the road, and as a as a, a team, it helps us get organized a little more. Usually, it's the three games against one team and the three games against another. It almost feels like you have to restart your planning and routine in, in the middle of the work week. But yeah. now you, you kind of get into a nice rhythm. Um, you do you do get the same starting pitching matchup usually on the uh, on the fifth day of the week. So I guess you, if you, if you want to look for one negative on it, you do get that same matchup. But I I kind of like it. I like I like seeing how guys respond against the same team and with the same pitcher going across from them. So there's definitely some intrigue there. What about uh, changes? Any changes to the uh, the coaching managerial uh, change or coaching changes this year? It hasn't been announced yet, yeah. and us- usually we'll know if there's a change by now because yeah. you know guys have to get ready for um, their their next job. Like we we had a, a great manager, Mike Mordecai, a few years ago. Right. He w- he wound up going back home to Alabama to coach his son and, and be a teacher down there. Uh, so we knew about that pretty early on. Uh, John Schneider was our manager in 2018. He got promoted to the, the Blue Jays uh, shortly after our championship season ended, so we knew about that. So my, my default usually is uh, if we don't hear too much, uh, it'll, it'll be about the same. And, and Cesar Martin is one of the best managers we've had here in a long time. Uh, and through all the struggles of last year, he, he was able to lead the team to, to a pretty impressive finish. So uh, I, I hope it's Cesar Martin, but nothing, nothing official yet. And uh, any word as to uh, players uh, as yet that you might be getting that had uh, good years, perhaps uh, last year in the lower minors? Yeah, it's it's, it's tough to say, especially with the current discussion sure. um, yeah. b- between the big leagues and uh, the players' union, because some of our some of the best players could be on that forty-man roster to where they might not be able to go. But there are a lot of big names. The Blue Jays have always had a really good farm system since I've been here. Anyway, right. uh, yeah. they kind of stopped. Do they, they didn't? I think. It was 14 and 15, maybe they made a couple of big trades for David Price and Troy Tulowitzki and went on some nice playoff runs. But 
Um, now they're they're pretty well stacked, and we, we we've seen it pay off with oh, uh, <laughs> Black Bowl and Cabin in the big leagues, of course. Oh, you look at that uh, Toronto Blue Jays lineup, uh, up and down, and uh, uh, pitching wise as well, and you see a lot of former Fisher Cats there, and uh, you know some of the, you know, I mean, Vladdy Guerrero, arguably. Uh, boy, if it wasn't for Shohei Otani, I think uh, Vladdy Guerrero would have been the MVP in the American League this past season. I think you're, you're not alone in thinking that. <laughs> I, I think that, 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 that that's a great take. Uh, but yeah, you can't beat Otani, man. He's good, and you might be keeping Vladdy out of the MVP vote for a long time. Yeah, we shall see. But uh, Tyler Murray, always great to catch up with you, and uh, look forward to uh, chatting with you before the uh, season. Uh, begins and it will begin on schedule folks don't worry about that we we can at least tell you the minor league schedule will definitely begin as scheduled but tyler uh, thanks for taking the time today we appreciate it always a pleasure ken thanks for having me on and uh, we'll see you at the stadium soon all right very good outstanding thanks tyler bye-bye right. tyler murray of the new hampshire fisher cats he is the vice president of marketing and communications for the team Kale and Company, AM 1450 WKXL, 1039 FM in the Capital Region, 101.9 in Manchester. We're presented by Weed Family Automotive. Welcome back. Kale and Company, great to have you along with us. If you missed the early part of our program, we had Jeff Samara with us. and uh, Jeff is with the Samara Scholarship Fund. His uh, son Stephen was killed a number of years ago in a motorcycle accident, and he was at uh, ROTC in, uh, at UNH in Durham, and there's a scholarship game coming up, and a great one, too. A lot of fun uh, going to take place at the Everett Arena on Sunday when the Boston Bruins alumni team will be on hand to uh, take on some uh, local players who will uh, try to... Uh, show off as best they can, make a great showing against those uh, Boston Bruins alumni players like uh, Reggie Lemelin, Andrew Raycroft. Uh, I guess uh, uh, Jay Leach is going to be there as well. Uh, a whole slew of former uh, Boston Bruins players will, uh, will be on hand. Kenny the Rat Linsman will be there. Uh, Ken Hodge Jr. It's going to be a lot of fun, so uh, check it out. It's only 10 bucks. Uh, there is no football except for the Pro Bowl uh, coming up on Sunday. But uh, at any rate, it's going to be 3 o'clock Sunday afternoon at the Everett Arena in Concord. Only 10 bucks. It goes to the Smar Scholarship Fund. And uh, check it out. It's always a great time at the Everett Arena, 3 o'clock on Sunday, the 6th of February. The Smar ROT Crusaders versus the Boston Bruins in an alumni game, 3 o'clock on Sunday. We'll take a break and then uh, come right back. It's Kale and Company, AM 1450 WKXL, 1039 FM in the Capital Region, 101.9 FM in the Manchester area, presented by Weed Family Automotive. Just a couple of minutes to go. Just a... Uh, Looked at a, a survey a moment ago from uh, WalletHub.com. You can uh, search this. Or you can Google it if you'd like. But they talk about the uh, places that are the best to retire in the United States in 2022. Uh, and tied for ninth place. This is the top ten now. 
tied for ninth place, Arizona and New Hampshire. Now coming in at number eight is Utah. Number seven, Montana. Number six is North Dakota. Number five is Minnesota. Number four is Delaware. Here are the top three now. Number three is Colorado. Number two is Virginia. And according to this survey by WalletHub, the number one place to retire in the country is, I'll let you think about this for a second, it's Florida. So there you have it. Personally, I would rather retire in New Hampshire than Florida, which I think is a nice place to visit, but I don't think I would want to live there on a, uh, a full-time basis. Uh, Arizona, maybe, but uh, Florida, not so sure. At any rate, New, New Hampshire is just great. So that's going to have to do it for this edition of uh, Kale and Company. Remember, you can stream WKXL 24 hours a day, except for Boston Celtics broadcasts, which we can't do legally, at nhtalkradio.com. Thank you for joining us today on Kale & Company. We are presented by Weed Family Automotive of Concord, Automotive of Concord, WeedFamilyAutomotive.com. 